Hey, cafeteriaites, if you want to see us embarrass ourselves even more than we already do, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. More content, more laughs, more reasons to make fun of us. And hey, we put the money towards really important things, you know, like Johnny trying to grow facial hair, or Brent trying to keep his feet attached, or Ryan trying to grow arms. You can get in for only five bucks. So go to patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. Enjoy the show. tennis (laughs) the old backhanded pud pull yeah because because like like there's a couple of things you can do like if you sit on your everyone knows like the stranger when you sit on your your arm to to get it like numb so that when you jerk off with it it feels like a stranger's doing it yeah i like to do the i like to do the opposite i sit on my dick until it goes numb and then it feels like i'm jerking off a stranger Mm mm-hmm it's very that's much my, like when I when I told you guys the story about me riding the exercise bike in the hotel. I sat my ass on the seat for a half hour, and then I woke up and everything was numb. And, Are you uh, talking to a fat tire boy over here? I know what that's like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Johnny, that one was weird because like we were sharing a hotel room, or, or like yeah. you were hanging out yeah. at the hotel I got, and like basically you you went and worked out, and then you came in there, and then like ten seconds later you were like. Dude, <laughs> the coolest thing just happened. I came into that room excited. I'm like, Ryan, you're not going to believe it. The balls went numb. My dick went numb. And then it felt like heaven. It felt like magic. <laughs> I was you like, have a degree cool. from a place, Johnny. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People people trust you with medical shit. <laughs> you're like, my yeah. balls are numb. My <laughs> balls are numb. This is the greatest day of my life. But we never had a practical about sitting on a bike seat and trying to pedal for a half hour. It was, it was a tiny... It wasn't like a bike seat that you got, you know, I'm sure on your fat tire bike, Brent, you probably have like a double I wide don't. seat. I should. Yeah. Oh, you just sit on the pole. I yeah. I, I took the seat off. Actually, it just kind of, <laughs> I I feel more one with the bike if it's yeah. just kind of. It's in for, and, and it secures you in there real good. Like yeah. Locked in. And there's no like uh, on my back, there's no like pressure. I'm not hitting a hard surface. It just kind of fluctuates in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because at this point, you've gotten so used to the the size of it. It's just kind of uh, it's, it's a natural fit. Yeah. Now yeah, so I'll see. just be two three hours after a ride and be like, oh, I got my bike still in my ass. I didn't even <laughs> notice. <laughs> no wonder I couldn't get in this doorway. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Well, unlike you, I don't have a bike up my ass. So for me, I I don't even, I I can't even ride a bike effectively as a man. So I was, you know, on this exercise bike, it's the only one that was in this little tiny hotel room. And so the seat was, was small, but I'm like, you know what, I'm going to troop it. I'm going to make it work. And this damn thing, it, I didn't realize like how, how numb I got until I, after I stood up, it was one of those, like my legs were wobbly and I was like, ah, Mm -hmm. ah, ah." and then I I went down to like adjust my shorts and I'm like, I, I, I can't feel my. I can't, I can't feel my nuts. I can't feel I can't, my legs. Oh my god! I can't feel my legs, Sarge. <laughs> and then everything just came rushing down, and I like waddled back to the room. Like Ryan, you're not gonna believe what just happened. <laughs> cool. Yeah, H- having numb body parts is like a, such a weird fucking sensation, especially if you wake up that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it happens ever so. If I accidentally like fall asleep with like my arm kind of like behind my head. Oh yeah, I've, I've had a couple times where I've like woken up and then like kind of reached over, and oh. that one was missing, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, good, let's have <laughs> that, that now." <laughs> 
Was it not enough before God? <laughs> you had to take that. It's happened to me a number of times where, yeah, I've fallen asleep with my arm up and it was so numb I couldn't move it. And so I had to take my other arm and just go and just throw it on top of my body. You basically had to do uh, accidental Jim Carrey impressions. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was. It felt great. Do not go in there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you guys ever had that foot fall asleep where you can't, you literally can't pick it up or it's so tingly that you can't move? One of those like two. Oh, yeah, where yeah. it hurts. It, it, it hurts all over the foot going up to the ankle. Mm -hmm. there, there is a position uh, sexually. That no, I know uh, it. I know it. Yeah, oh, the, yeah tingle, the tingle foot. It, I've done it, it. it. It's called the foot in the ass. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, uh, what's much like a bicycle? <laughs> yes, it's the starter kit for a bicycle. <laughs> it's called the foot bike. Uh, when I, when I'm playing games in here, so I have a couch mm -hmm. right here. That's my gaming couch, which your and, dick has seen all types of parts. Oh of god, it's rubbed all over the place. Mm -hmm. The dog yelps now. She won't even come in the room. <laughs> well, uh, and then I also have this like ottoman. That opens up uh, that I store controllers in, mm -hmm. but I also use it as a footrest when I'm actually playing. There is a certain position that I get my legs sometimes when I'm really intensely playing something where it's kind of like um, the, the middle of my foot is against like the harder edge of the ottoman. Mm -hmm. And that will make my feet like start to slowly fall asleep. Oh, yeah. With just the pressure I'm doing. But when you're like invested in a game or something like that's your focus. So like. I never notice they're asleep until it's too late. Yeah. Pizza's and, here. I got yeah. it. Just, <laughs> just roll down the stairs. <laughs> he, he really wanted that pizza. He didn't have enough. He, he let gravity take the wheel. He wouldn't even put foot over foot to get this <laughs> yeah. meat and cheese. <laughs> God, so, to, uh, to, to the, bro. For all the, for all the, the non-cucks who don't mind putting food in their mouths. During the Patreon episode, we were talking. Ryan said goodbye to everyone by blowing a kiss. And it reminded me of another. There you go. That's for everyone who. Oof. Oh, Brett. Brett. It was yeah. for Brett. And he caught it. Oh, and then he put it in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kissed his wiener. <laughs> See, that's what he just do. <laughs> First class Ryan just uh, got his. Uh, well, I got mine, yeah. I guess. Bus pass Brent Terhune. <laughs> and no class Johnny LaQuasto. That's right. That kiss joined the Mile High Club. Something I'll never do. <laughs> First yeah. class, no class, and bus pass. That's right. <laughs> Hunted do. <laughs> so <Honey> don't. That, <laughs> it reminded me of the worst blown kiss I'd ever seen on camera. So uh, when I went to the Middle East to do sh uh, shows for the, the troops back in 2014, one of the comics that was with us, technically he's- Name names. I, I, oh God, what is his name? Okay, I do remember his name. Not going to say it. Technically, do, yeah. Do I know him? Doubt it. He's a comic who's always lived in Vegas. Uh, as far as I know, he had he had one older headline. Ryan Regan. Yes, that's the guy. Have okay. you heard of him? Carrot Top. <laughs> also, yeah, both those I call dudes. Him Scott. Yeah. Is that his real name? Scott Scott Top. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> old Scotty Top. So this dude, uh, yeah, he's a comedian, but he, just, he was he's not good, right? And he's really awkward, especially talking. And they had us put together the, a holiday message for the troops. Who were like. They just put a camera on us and we just stand and we just give a nice little uh, holiday greeting. Right. And he's just like, you could tell after the first 10 seconds of his message, he got really, really lost and didn't know how to end it. So mm -hmm. it's like, I just want to say, keep it up. You're doing a great job. And like, he tried to do like a, a blown kiss, but he also didn't know how to blow a kiss without stop talking. So he just goes, I just want to keep up. You're doing a, a, a great job. 
happy holidays. He starts sort of doing this where he's like almost like an Italian, like saying, hey, (laughs) you're doing a great job. Gabagoo. Yeah, it was just the the worst, creepiest, non-blown kiss ever. Like you could tell he immediately regretted doing it afterwards, but we didn't have a second take. Or yeah. he just didn't care. So he's like, I just want to say, like, I, I, well, you're doing a great job. I love you. I love you. And then, and then for the rest of his life, he's going to, somebody that was in Iraq will be like, there he is. Yeah. He does, the guy who doesn't know how to blow a kiss. Or, or for like, they're going to be like, oh, the only one of them that loves us. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else took the time to blow us a smoocher. Dude, he ended up getting in a shouting match at a Kuwait hotel with the guy that organized the tour. And justifiably so, because the guy that organized the tour was a fucking idiot and did everything wrong. And like, I didn't know it was my first one. I had no idea that, you know, he was supposed to handle payment of everything before the trip even left the States. And meanwhile, we were on day 17 of the tour and we still hadn't been paid yet. And I had no idea. And this guy who's like an older, like I said, he lives a very older comic got into a shouting match with this guy and i actually had to play dad between these two older idiots Come and on, like guys. separate them i'm like hey we're uh Knock we're trying off. to set kind of an example here no one wants you two ugly bastards screaming at a kuwaiti yeah. hotel yeah don't That's handle business do in the lobby at least yeah <laughs> and, and, and especially too like this will sound like i'm being xenophobic but like just following wrestling for a long time uh they don't fuck around with like foreigners yelling and get possibly getting violent. Um, just if you remember, like when uh, Vader was on one of like the Kuwaiti morning TV shows, and like one of the guys like asked him, like, "Oh, is wrestling fake?" And oh. and, and Vader is a very old school, you know, kayfabe guy. So he slapped the dude and was like, "Does that feel fake to you?" And then he spent time in Kuwaiti jail <laughs> because yeah. of it. But yeah. like, like I I don't think they're like. You you have more potential. They're not gonna fuck around with with foreigners yelling in their places. Like no, you're like nope, fucking shut it down. <laughs> Especially it was like a five foot five guy screaming with a six foot three guy. And like I remember the convert the the argument before I finally had, was able to separate them. The argument ended with the little guy like a little mob boss going, "Give me my fucking money!" Like pointing <laughs> at him like that. Give me my fucking money! Like just really, really just hot. Like just hot about it. And I was yeah. like, all right, let's go outside to where it's 108 degrees. It's so you got cool your money, off. Johnny. Uh, yeah, not, not everything because, um, the guys decided to keep some of it for himself. And the well, so the, so the, the Vegas man was right. <laughs> oh, he was right. I'm not saying he was wrong in the argument. It's just doing it there. Yeah. Not the greatest, uh, not the greatest, you know, thing. Yeah. Life. No, yeah. I, I, I've, I've actually been that, that kind of, but I've been very lucky. I've only been fucked out of money once in my comedy career. Hmm. Like, like I, ever, everyone's been real good to me. And, uh, uh, I won't, I won't name the name, uh, cause you, you know him, Brent. On, you already I, have oh, on the show. Oh, I have? Okay, then fuck Mike Gardner. Mike Gardner still owes me a few hundred dollars then. I think you've told this story before. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's the only one that's fucked me out of money. I, I feel very fortunate because like, not that anyone should be fucked out of money, but like when you're working in this type of business, when so much of it is just handshake deals and like, like, like before I got, before I got signed to an agency, I mean, most of my bookings was like Facebook messaging and Instagram messaging and emails, but they're like, yeah, I'll give you $200. And you're like, cool, I'll be there. And that's like yeah. the extent of the agreement. Yep. You know, that's so working on still. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's cool that like, like I, I've, I've worked with a lot of good people. I don't, I don't have a lot of horror stories, which is nice. Horror. 
Well, when I, I worked this club that's uh, now closed, uh, it, it's, it was in Evansville, Indiana. I hope you're going to um, say it was gut busters. And the headliner that night was the no, shits. It was, well, uh, John well, was that Foster. jokers? Was that jokers or whatever? <laughs> it was that not was named that. It was a place called jazzy grooves comedy club. Okay. Did, so I think it became that place. Yeah, but, cool. Because uh, the guy who owned jo- like who being Joker, not to, like he ended up having to close the club because he got arrested for like dr- selling drugs or something ridiculous okay. like that. <laughs> but but he always treated me well. Like he took care of me. That. But this this guy pulls me in the headliner and in, in the back, and he's paying us, and he's like, <clears throat> he's like, look, me and the IRS aren't friends, but everybody knows you're allowed to give a one time gift. So I'm about to give you fellas a gift. <laughs> and like he starts counting this money out on the table, but it's it's a, like an odd. It's not like doing one pile and then the next pile. He's like dealing it out like it's solitaire. <laughs> and we eventually got we got paid. It was no problem, but it was just an odd thing of like he's like whispering, but there's nobody else in the room. Like, I don't know. I'm not wearing a wire. It's just an odd thing of like you get pulled aside and it's like, well, I don't know if he's going to break some bad news to me or like in comedy, sometimes you get a handshake and the money's in the handshake. Like he, he doesn't, nobody, he doesn't want anybody yeah, yeah. to know that. You get a lot of weird palming exchanged. stuff. Yeah. It, it's very odd how, how much some comedy like promoters and stuff want to like be in the mob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> a twofer. One for oh. That's one for each year. Oh. And, and people yell at me for being too fucking loud. That's a Johnny two, for, two for Tuesday on episode 102 in the Cafeteria Podcast. More work for you. Go in and sl- take those channels and give me a right sneeze and then switch the channel and give me a left sneeze. <laughs> oh, God. Was... Y'all right? Cheers, everyone. You that allergic you to good. great stories? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking. Start over, well, please, because my brain went blank. Well, then let's tell some, over there, John? Let's tell some bad ones. Let's go. You know, it's been a day, and so this is the first... Uh, glass of bourbon i've had in quite some time i said i'm gonna hang out with the boys i'm gonna chill out i'm gonna have some whisk and we're gonna tell some stories and make some jokes you know what i mean that's right yeah yeah uh, th- have you guys ever heard roy wood's story um it's funny because he he told it to me i hosted this pilot like years ago and he was like one of the guests on it and he told the story on this pilot which never saw the light of day and i was like dude at some point you need to tell this story in public he's like yeah once i feel comfortable doing it i will he, he ended up telling it on um this is not happening was that the yeah, storytelling show? Yeah, when he, when he took over for Ari on This Is mm-hmm. Not Happening, he told it at one point. He said when he first started doing stand-up in Alabama, uh, I guess back then in that area, a lot of shows were run by drug dealers, but like they called them dope boys, right? Because they would run comedy shows and filter their drug money through the comedy shows or whatever, whatever. And so he's a young comic, and he shows up to do this show. And the guy that came up to him, you know, and, and the other comics, the guy running the show, he goes, hey, um, we don't have enough money to pay you guys for the show tonight. But what we do have right here is this brick. All right. So you, <laughs> you can cut yourself a, a part of the brick and you can flip it for like twice the money that I was going to pay you. And Roy was terrified. He's like, I fucking left. He's like, I didn't want to get paid in cocaine. And he said, like, to this day, he still has the angry voicemail of the drug dealer running the comedy show, like, just, how dare you disrespect me and you not do my comedy show? I'm going to come get you, whatever, whatever. Because, yeah, he he wanted to pay him in cocaine. And Roy was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't take cocaine as a payment, 
I'm a little hurt that in almost 16 years, I've never been offered cocaine yeah, as well, a payment. You haven't done the right shows. Uh, that could be what it is. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm also a, a known square. Mm-hmm. So uh, so nobody really uh really offers me drugs. Well, you should have you should have convinced Bull and Snake to start running comedy shows back in college. You gotta oh. get a, a jump start on your career. I showed my career, my first one, uh, that I could do them in jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a a guy you you know him Ryan, but uh, he like a straight '80s guy. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just like his comedy career started in the '80s, so this is when you would get paid. And and stuff like that, and he he's had he has a bunch of stories of the the getting called into an office and be like, "All right, fellas, what do you want, green or white? What what do you want? Are you serious? Well, it's like, if you're gonna go for coke, just cut out the middleman and let's just yeah. Wow. What green or white, fellas? God damn. What yeah. A time I, to be, what a time to be alive, and then shortly dead thereafter. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Sp- speaking a- of dead. uh Thereafter, it's uh, it's Fourth of July week, everybody. It is. <laughs> it is. Happy Fourth of July, I, everyone. Happy Fourth of July. I can hear the bombs bursting in air right now. Ah, uh, I, 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 that, that's actually part of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, is is uh, your general thoughts on fireworks shows? Because I'm gonna go ahead and tell you mine right now. See wet <laughs> fireworks. <bro? laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that, Ryan? Say it again. <laughs> It'll get your pussy wet. Thank you for your thoughts. How do you feel, John? <laughs> well, I mean, my thoughts are: as anything's a sex doll, if you fuck in, it. In my humble uh, opinion, your 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 Ryan impression's getting good. I'm getting we hear really Ryan good. say, "I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit." Now, uh, <laughs> now, um, I was gonna say I uh, was very fortunate. So last week. Mm. Uh, so, so I got home on Tuesday this week, uh, Tuesday night, but I, I was gone for a week, uh, doing mm. my shows in Minnesota and then the Seattle area shows been great. Everything was perfect. Um, I didn't realize that last week is when my city does their fireworks show mm-hmm. because, because we're close enough to like some more like. Bigger more, cities, more significant fireworks. Basically, shows. yes. With with some more uh, more uh, people want to go to those, not to yeah. our little town area. Compete with whatever exactly. town. Mm-hmm. So, but what they do because they're like this this weekend is where the most places are doing their fireworks. My city does it the weekend before, and they pitch it as a. Oh, it's the anniversary of when the town was founded celebration. Mm-hmm. So they get they get the the market of if anyone wants to see fireworks that weekend for whatever reason, they have a monopoly on it. And I lucked out because I was fucking not in town. So I didn't have to hear any of that bullshit. So it sounds like to me, Ryan, you don't like fireworks shows. I I, I find you when they're like done. Fun. I, I hate fun, and I'm tired of people fucking losing their fingers and stealing my gimmick. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you no, need no, that I, shit. You need it. I, I'm for me, it's more. And we talked a little bit about this on the on the Patreon episode. I generally, when you when you don't drink, a lot of holidays aren't fun. And, and there's certain yeah. holidays, and, and I'm not telling people can't enjoy the holidays if this is what they like to do. But when you don't drink, there's there's certain holidays that are centered around drinking like like i know the point of fourth of july isn't to get drugs but the birth of they go what don't nobody correct me with that like actual but 
most well, people what they grilling, do, but there's a lot of grilling going yeah. on during Fourth of July too. You know, most people celebrate by grilling mm-hmm. out and getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the what they do. And those holidays are not fun to me. So I've never liked Fourth of July, uh, just because Johnny. Are we are we distracting you from something? <laughs> Brent fucking just sent us a couple. It'll be of later. It'll, <laughs> I'm sorry. It'll be I'm later sorry. in the okay. podcast when we address that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't. No, it yeah, was too I, funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of- I, I'm sorry. My story's not interesting enough, Johnny, that you could be checking your fucking text messages. <laughs> I'm trying to say I hate America, and you guys won't let me tell my story. <laughs> no, no, please, by all means, please, please. Well, please, well no, so many holidays are based on alcohol. Like, if you're an adult, like half of Halloween is get That's- dress dressing up in a costume, getting drunk, which is cool. So you know, at least somebody's yeah. celebrating. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, this is me you know, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is a big drinking holiday. Like like Memorial Day that weekend because you get a three day weekend. That's the kind mm-hmm. of grilling, and, and and those holidays, any celebrations associated with them, I don't generally enjoy. Uh, I I hate Fourth of July even more now because when you have a dog, your night is fucking ruined because your dog's night is ruined. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like I feel bad. I'm not, I'm not mad at our dog for hating fireworks, but but like. That's what you have to focus on now. Well, yeah, there's a potential that your dog could harm itself by being mm-hmm. scared. Yeah, exactly. So, like that, that's what the focus comes. And and the other thing I hate too, and, and it was it uh, wasn't hasn't been this bad this year because fireworks are technically illegal here because okay. of you know how fast wildfires spread out here. Oh yeah, it, it's like rough for that. Uh, the first year, so 2020, when everything was locked down and they're like all that kind of stuff was canceled for a month on either side of 4th of July just people fucking fireworks every night every single goddamn night and and, and, and it's more of a midwest thing that happens in Indiana all the time yeah either I would say at least two weeks on either side is just fireworks and then a lot of people I've seen it's like you're lighting off like nighttime fireworks at 4 p.m where the glow is just in the daytime, like at least save that kind of stuff for yeah, the dark. They, they like, get so impatient. Yeah. That they can't even wait. They're like, I bought all, and it doesn't help too, that all the firework stores, I always remember, because uh, uh, one of my old buddies, he used to buy a bunch of fireworks and then make his own shit with the stuff. Mm-hmm. So he would like, he would like open them up and then make like mortars and things. Because he, he owned a bunch of land. So he had like the access to do that. He wasn't just doing yeah. it on a street. He had a bunch of acres of land, but like every fireworks store in Indiana would be like, it's buy one, get 10 free. It literally, it's buy one, get five. I'm like, how does that work? Like how much does this really cost if you're giving away five? Yeah. Like literally you'd buy $80 worth of fire, like a big $80 set. And then you get Mm -hmm. five extra ones for free. And then he would just open those up and then blow shit up in really fun way. Like I always had fun with that because you're hanging with your buddies. That's a little Mm -hmm. bit different, but like actually going to the park. Or going to like an official, if I want to see fireworks, I'll just go to Disneyland. But you guys almost used to blow each other up as, as children. You mentioned in the, you know, that was part of the game. Like who can die with explosives? Correct. Yes. yes. We, we, we would have Roman candle fights. Sure. Yeah, of Shoot those at each other. That, that's not safe. Nothing good comes from that. No, more I, exciting I, than lightsabers. I don't uh, hate firework. I would, per- I guess, oh. now as an adult, with you know, as seeing it through an adult's eyes, like 
you just stick to the fireworks shows that, that the city puts on because it's just it'll just be you know midnight and people lighting off fireworks. Look, I'm up. I don't. This has no nothing to do with me. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, well, somebody's got to work tomorrow. You're just being an asshole. At least if you're gonna do it, cap it at like ten. So you're just like, yeah, I'm being a dick, but I'll be over soon. You know. I hate the I hate the assholes who decide to use like a 10 day window of it being okay to let off fireworks. Mm-hmm. Like last week we decided to go down to uh, the beach area, right? And it's it's pretty cool hangout. You could do um, little fire pits and whatnot. We're just kind of walking around. And then there's like a little bit of a, a mountainy area right by the water. So we decided to hike up and keep in mind it's it's uh, everyone is there and uh, there's there's a few people specifically in our group that are are like triggered by fireworks so they just like almost like a dog like, like, ah, I just, I like no no okay, just yeah, something just... from childhood uh that just you know and these two dipshits hide behind this one part of uh of the the wood area and light off a firework and i'm talking this is like june 23rd it's ridiculous just light off a firework and we hear them giggling and like hiding behind and everyone like everyone in unison just yelled out like what are you doing <laughs> and then they just started they just kept hiding so they didn't have to be seen because they thought it would be cool to, and it was a loud firework like a ridiculous yeah. fucking firework you know what's worse if that they were adults and they were like oh well, we're gonna light this off like <sighs> if it's yeah. kids sure whatever man but it's also like nobody else is doing that like i, yeah. I never liked him even even like to me yeah the first time you see fireworks uh whatever are probably pretty cool they just got so old and so boring for me. Like, where then some people argue, like, well, you just gotta wait around for the finale. Fuck the finale. It's always the same shit. A bunch of okay, instead of one firework at a time, it's seven at a time, and it looks like Armageddon. I don't need to see that shit. I think it's stupid. I don't. Yeah, like I, I, I hated that movie. Yeah, <laughs> you, I don't want to miss no, that. No, when you mention the people like hiding and throwing fireworks, like that, that that's such a weird mentality of like an adult to have. Cause like like that's fucking like weird. Like I remember that happening to me when I was an adult. Uh, and this is the last time I've done this, just because I, I hate water. But this was this is probably 15 years ago at this point. But we we're at Turkey Run. Like a bunch of my college friends Which wanted to go to Turkey park. Run State Park in in, uh, in Indiana. Got and it's got, got it. like it's a lot of hiking stuff, and it has like a, a river you can kind of like float down or kayak down and stuff like that. Like kind of where you park your in down. your van right down there, right? You were living correct. There. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm I'm already scared of water, and, and most of the 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 river isn't super deep per mm-hmm. se. But like when you're scared of water, that doesn't fucking matter in that moment, you know. Like it's just nerve wracking. So we're going on the river. I'm like in fucking floaties, and like I'm I'm paranoid as shit. And then we get to this one part where there's just a bunch of drunk people. They have like coolers, and there's like beer cans everywhere, and they think it's funny that they're, they're just trying to like tip strangers out of their canoes and shit like like, like that's like, what they're doing they're getting drunk and just tipping people out if and like you're if that's your friend sure but it's yeah. like i don't know you Get, yeah like, what are you doing yeah and, and that's what i did too i, I just kept fucking yelling like, because like generally speaking when people are fucking idiots if they're not doing anything to me directly mm-hmm. i'm not a sociopath i don't just yell at people i'm just like mm-hmm. these guys are fucking idiots and i just move on with my but like when they started like fucking with us I have like that's one of the few times I was like, I will kill you, motherfuckers! I can't <laughs> swim, you fucking cunts! Like I was furious because because like it's a dickhead thing to do anyway. But like I'm scared of water. Don't fucking do that to people who <laughs> right. don't like. 
Ryan's like, you better pray to the God of skinny punks that this wind or I'm going to come over there and jam an oar up your ass. <laughs> that is basically what I did. I was so mad. And like, like, like to this day, I hope that like if they had kids, I hope their kids have trouble reading. Like that's <laughs> the kind of like anger I have towards. How them. long ago was this? Because I cannot read worth a shit. <laughs> Yeah. Probably like 15 years ago. It was, okay, it was okay good, the, good. The cow says, m m m <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just an idiot. That's why you yeah. can't read. Yeah. Yeah. I was, also uh, just reading, I was reading my hand, Ryan. I, was reading my I, hand. I, I did I, have it written. Yeah, I thought you were just bragging. You had hands again. You do that every <laughs> fucking time we talk. <laughs> Thanks for bringing uh, that up. You know, what I can't stand is like people at fireworks shows and they're they're filming it with their phones. Yeah. Like, or I, this happened at the, the concert that producer wife and I went to, to oh, like yeah. just a sea of. You saw phones, Steve Nicks, right? The old Steve. Steve yeah, Stevie Nicks. Uh, Steven Steven Nicks. Nicks. Uh, but like at fireworks, like when, when he, are you going to pull that out in December and right. be like, you remember the 4th of July? Also, like, pull up, go on YouTube and pull up a real fireworks show or the last, like, take one video in 2001. And that's the same fireworks. Yeah, show. yeah. F fireworks is like, even though it's annoying, if you go to a concert, I can at least sort of understand that because that's like a unique moment in time. Like, yeah, you but don't know if that the person concert. Well, no. Yeah, the whole concert's like, a little yeah. much. Like, but if you want to, if you want to get a couple videos, because like for a lot of people, hey, maybe it's super meaningful. You went to see Stevie Nicks. You've been wanting yeah. to go for years. It never happened. Yeah, get a few videos to show you're there. Sing along to a song, whatever. Fireworks by their nature is something that are only interesting if you're in person seeing them. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. the greatest fireworks yeah. show in the world is fucking garbage. If you're watching it on YouTube, who <laughs> gives a shit? There's it's no, New Year's, it's New Year's, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no allure to fucking fireworks at all. If you're looking at a screen. So the fact that you would even like later be like, Oh yeah. Huh? Cool. Yeah. I am pretty sure the Laquastos have a shaky VHS video of uh, fireworks from 1991 at Disney World. I'm, I, I, could almost, I gotta get a D, dude. I've been trying to find a goddamn VHS player. Holy shit, are I they expensive? One. Oh, I, I, Brent, uh, Brent, here's the deal. I, if you guys work in tandem, Johnny, I will pay you money for that video. Okay, I want to, I want to see it. Brensky, how long have you had your? How'd you get your VHS player? This is uh, the one that my my mom had from a, a long time ago. So this has been in the family for years. Oh wow, it's a it's an heirloom to the the Indiana yep. Terhunes. Yep, that's the thing that we passed down is a Zenith VCR. Go <laughs> take good care of it. It's the only one left. Here we we moved into this house and and mother gave us a Zenith VCR. And it's, does it still work? Yeah, not, as far I mean, as I they're know, they're not they're not crazy expensive <laughs> on eBay. I've seen them for like three hundred or more. That's a lot of money for me. You know, not spending. I, well, I, I mean, I mean, for me, that's fucking. That's nothing. That's no, nothing. you're the Hollywood elite. I'm Yo, no, money bags I'm, over here. Yeah, I'm no class Jay Quasto. I mean, I mean, if you're trying, <laughs> if you're trying to buy them, like, I mean, they're not bad. They're not like as cheap as they should be. Like, if you're trying to buy one brand new in box, yeah, those are gonna fucking run you. Yeah, but like, I'm seeing ones here for like. 40 bucks 50 bucks like on what uh what website ryan uh, on electronic bay what the oh ebay okay i did not actually look on ebay you just gotta be careful because cockroaches will live in electronics because they're warm okay that, 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 so, there was a huge issue a few good, years good ago fact. good fact um i i watched a few videos of uh 
of people who they repair like the, the and the era this was, but like they uh, repair like PS3s mm-hmm. and Xbox 360s. And that was like someone asked him like, oh, what, what's probably the biggest like problem you have? It was like cockroaches. Oh. And people were like, fucking what? He's like, yeah, you open it up. It's a swarm and they just go in there and hang out. So like cockroaches can get in there a lot. You got cockroaches or the PS3 belonged to the the villain in uh, Men in Black. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I say, I say. Sugar water. It, it, it's it like, does, uh, Edgar shit. <laughs> it, it does make me want to like open up my systems every now and then and just be like, just make sure. Because like, I, I'd have, I've never seen, I don't see cockroaches like casually around our property or anything. Ooh, yeah. But like they could just be making a beeline towards my PS3. That's right. And we'll yeah. know if you started requesting sugar water that you have an infestation. Yeah. <laughs> sugar water. Now, uh, now but, uh, in all fairness, sugar water sounds like something Johnny treats himself with when he's having a cheat day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but just a tea, just a little tablespoon of sugar in my water, please. Stevia water. <laughs> I've Stevia. been good today, so I'm going to treat myself because I'm worth it. Yeah. <laughs> now, Brensky, uh, tell us about this Stevie Nicks concert you won't stop talking about. I know. I won't. Uh, the, there were no less than 800 top hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, <laughs> How many people you- rode in on a broom? That's my question. Um, the, they, you could really skirt the ticketing system if you just fly directly into the, the sure. theater. That's what I would have done. Sure. Uh, there were, I guess, according to what she said on stage, Stevie Nicks, there were 23,000 people there at this wow. outdoor venue. To see Stevie Nicks, no offense, she's a legend, but God damn. She's 70 something and, uh. I didn't know that. Uh, so, like, she, and she's older, so she, she doesn't have to do a lot to elicit a big response. She'll do like a. A t- she'll take her like shawl that she's wearing and spread it out and like then a, do like, like a, a goddess. spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a couple spins and people lose their minds. Now like, I'm trying to think of songs. Does she do the, it's like a white wing girl. Yeah. Is, is that her? She's from Fleetwood Mac, but she had a solo career too. So sure. Sure. And that this, you know, I, I don't, I didn't know all the songs. My wife knew all the songs oh. and I knew that, you know, most of them. Now, um, was she rocking along or were you just kind of joining in with her? Like, were you kind of dancing back and forth and shifting shoulders like the white people do? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I enjoy it was it was I don't I'm not a, like a dance guy. I don't I don't know if you can tell by shocking, you know, actually. Yeah. yeah, by everything about me. But uh, yeah, I'm not a big were, dancer either. I, I don't it's not, I, I, I like it if I'm just dicking around, but like in public. No. Yeah, that's true. Ryan, Ryan when aren't you dicking around? Uh, I'm deep dicking a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> John, are you a dancer? You go to a wedding? Do you cut a rug? I am. I will get out on the floor. On the floor. Whoa, get it whoa. on the floor. Get it. Get it on the floor. Get it on the floor. Get it. Get it on. The... No, I mean I'm not. I'm not great by any stretch. But now, <laughs> uh, producer girlfriend has um, brought me out of the dancing half shell, and so now I'm more. I'm more willing to do it. You know. What oh, I mean? oh, 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 yeah. I, I saw you dancing on Instagram. Yeah, I didn't know she was going to post that. I would have actually yeah, made that was, I would have made yeah. an effort if that was Yeah, the that was uh Are you okay, Johnny? What? You just saw you dance and I just want to make sure everything's all right. Uh, no, I, I didn't <laughs> know that video was going to be posted. What that in the left and right ear, by the way. Yeah, left and right, left and right. I want I want it to yeah. feel like the burp was going by me in a fast-moving car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> all right, so Stevie uh, Nicks. There you concert go. Concert was good. Uh but the the phones, man, like you film if you, this is your thing and you want to. This is the thing you wanted to see. Cool, film it. But like, is it gonna be out the whole show? Like, cause yeah. just watching, 
uh, you're just looking through people's phones. It takes the fun out of it when you're filming the whole thing. Yeah. Like artists should just be like, all right, here's the phone song. Everybody get their phones out, film this, 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 and let's put them away. It's a wild winger. (laughs) She didn't play that, by the way. I bet she did twice. Did did she play Landslide? Yes, she played I fucking la- landslide's my fucking jam. Ooh, I don't know that that that, that landslide will get me get me in in my feels. You Wait, know, sing it for us. Sing it for us. I I don't know. Sing it for me. You God, just want I, us to sing, so you can fucking white boy dance again. Please mm-hmm. do sing a little bit of landslide. Maybe I do know it. I've been scared of changing because I built my life. That's what it was. I don't think I know it. Uh, uh, smashing it. Smashing Pumpkins did a really good cover of it in the 90s as well. The Dixie Chicks did it. It was yeah. on oh. South Park. Okay. I've... Oh, yeah. Okay. She told the story about how she wrote that song and it blew up for Fleetwood Mac. And yeah. That song's fucking dope. Make you cry. I bet it does. That that song will make me cry out my dick. That's how good it is. Oof, that's a that's an emotional song, right? There. Jonathan, you saw Weird Al. We didn't talk about that. <clears throat> that's right. I haven't stopped talking about Weird Al. So we Strange went to see, Albert. That's right. We went, to, we went to see Odd Albert in concert. <laughs> it's like about, off of the parody guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a parody of the parody. It's like, how do I make a parody of fat? And then he just does the original song. <laughs> I remixed the remix. It was back to normal. <laughs> So um, the cool thing about this tour, as it, it, this this tour is really for like the big Weird Al fans. He he's not really doing any of the parody songs. The whole entire show is his original songs because yeah. he's been with the same band members for forty years. Like they've mm-hmm. been together. Him and John Bermuda Schwartz first did that song um, "My Bologna" in a restroom to get on Doctor Demento back in nineteen eighty or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. They've been a band together for a long. I think like the 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 most recent member of the band has been there thirty years. That's how long you know. So this tour is like they're not doing massive venues. I think this place in Santa Barbara could probably seat two thousand tops, something like that. Not that big. And so, so it was the perfect hmm. uh, tour to bring producer girlfriend to when the guy's known for parodies, and you're yes. like, he's going to do originals. Well, the funny thing is, I. She had no idea uh, who Weird Al was. She, she, she'd she seen my poster of UHF framed because mm-hmm. we had to move and I refused to get rid of it, even though it's fucking heavy and pointless. But I wanted to keep it, right? And so I said, I'm like, um, you know, we're going to go see Weird Al in concert. She didn't realize I was saying Weird Al. She thought his name was Weirdo. Like just weird. <laughs> That's right. You mentioned that. We thought we were going to see a guy named Weirdo. She's like, why do I want to see a guy named Weirdo? I don't understand. Why I don't want to see a guy named Weirdo. And, <laughs> and so we went. She ended up... <laughs> she ended up enjoying it, it though. Just I, I just like knowing her a little bit, just how indignant she'd be. I don't want to go to Weirdo. Why are we going yeah. to Weirdo? <laughs> she loves music that makes her, you know, get in the feels or like makes her want to dance. Like I'm, I'm taking her to see Gypsy Kings in August. That's like her kind of okay. stuff. She loves the international from all over the world kind of shit. Weird, you know, a guy named Weirdo didn't exactly tickle her fancy, right? <laughs> She ended up really enjoying it though, because the band is fucking amazing and Al is still incredible. And it was he sat the whole time. It was almost like it wasn't acoustic, but it was almost like an unplugged mm-hmm. Al, if you will, right? And my favorite, so it was all originals, and I love and you guys are big Weird Al fans. I love his originals more than the parodies, personally. Right. So like when he sang Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota, I was word for word for six and a half minutes. I was the happiest kid 
alive, you know? And so my favorite story that he told, because he was telling stories in between songs. They, they were about to sing uh, One More Minute, which is a song from uh, Dare to be Stupid. It's like a, a depressing love song, but also really funny. And he said they got invited to do a Dick Clark Beach Bash TV special or something, right? And he was like, I was very surprised we got invited, but whatever, it's a TV spot. It's important for us. We're going to do it. And they sang One More Minute. And like, I, I haven't looked it up yet, but they're in the ocean standing there. And like, obviously they're just acting like they're singing it, right? And there's the one song, where, the one line where he goes, um, I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue. Hmm. Not that bad, right? They get a phone call. He gets a phone call about a week before the special's about to air. They're like, yeah, we have a little problem with that line. Um, I guess standards and practices thought it was dirty. And uh, he's like, what do you want me to do? They're like, uh, nothing we can do about it. We just want to let you know, right? So he tunes in to the special. And this is what they do. And when he goes to the party, he goes, uh, I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my beep. <laughs> <laughs> and they bleeped out tongue, which made it which sound makes even it worse. incredibly dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he goes, and then he finished the story. He goes, and now one more minute. And they jump right into the song. So yeah, his stories were great. As always, he's super self-deprecating. Uh, you know, he talked a little bit about the movie where Daniel Radcliffe is going to play him and shit like that. But it was, uh, it was awesome. Like, they, like I said, the band is so good. And then, I can't even explain the awesome thing they did for the encore. It's the kind of thing that only a band that's been together for 30 plus years can do. It was phenomenal. I don't even want to give it away to anyone who might, because cafeteria ites are going to see weird Al. people that, that watch us and listen to us probably like weirdo. If you don't go see weirdo, stop listening to us. You cucks. That's right. <laughs> we don't want you, but, but actually don't do that. We, we need every single one of you. And then we need you to tell 10 friends. Yeah. Join the Patreon. Weird Al. Yeah, we so hit 50 patrons. Uh, Ryan will kill himself. I will kill myself at Weird Al's feet. <laughs> I thought we made it 13 patrons. Oh, then in that case, Ryan's overdue. Oh, God, I'm on borrowed <laughs> time. No. Yeah, we're, at, we're at 23 patrons right now, as a matter of fact. 23 well, I, hot patrons. Hot, hot patrons. Uh, I sent you guys the, that picture of yes. what, what you couldn't stop giggling at. Oh, uh, my Jonathan. God. Yeah. I was laughing so hard, my computer shut off on me briefly. Uh, I so I uh, in Detroit, I got a little culture, a little class, a little sophistication. Yeah, I yeah. feel uh, more uh, more pretentious now, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. One of the the guys at the the comedy castle in Detroit is like, uh, I don't know his role. There's like eight managers there, and that's how you can tell it's a good club is when there's like a lot of people in charge. They're, they're, yeah. a well, they're, a, they're a well-oiled machine. Like I, I've only, I did a TV taping there once um, mm-hmm. for Hofstetter. So it was separate from the club, mm-hmm. but just so people have a context of how like tight the ship is, how you get booked at the comedy castle is he opens up one month a year where he will then book the entire next year. Yeah. So, so I just got booked there for April of 2023. Oh, I heard about them. They <laughs> yeah. go way ahead yeah. of time, which is and, ridiculous. And, and if you miss that month, he, he's very polite, but he'll be like, well, see you next September. You can ask about it yeah. then. So you can maybe <laughs> get in, you know, the next month. Like, like, and, and like, he just doesn't fuck around. He's just, that, that's, this is how we do it. This is our method. We've always done it. This club's great. I had to book this week, the date that I just got in September of 1996. So <laughs> you didn't even know you wanted to do comedy yet. No, <laughs> at I that just, point, you know what? You never know. So I'll just do it. And 
If I want to do it by the time it gets there, good. It, it, um, it's like when you pre-order a PlayStation 5. You don't know if you actually are going to buy it, but you yeah. want to have the option to have it. <laughs> That's all it is. Now, hopefully it doesn't have roaches in it when you get uh, it. Pre I want my own roaches in there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a pre-roached PS5. No, no thank you, sir. So, Brensky, I'm thinking what you're getting at is this manager is in charge of the, the creepy art department. Is that what's going on? Well, at the, the uh, Institute of Art of Detroit... Uh, he his job is like he moves the paintings. He I'm sure he does a lot of stuff at the at this job, but uh, he's been out uh, like an, with an injury, knee injury. But he was like, if I was there working when you were in town, I could have shown you the backstage, uh, if you will, of like here's the stuff that's not on display. But I sent you guys this picture. Um, there's a lot going on in this picture, and that's why I took a picture of it. But there's a a phoenix rising. There's a chariot in the clouds, and we'll post this on the social media stuff so you could pull it up. Where's the phoenix at the very, very top? The very or the, top, yeah, yeah. Because that thing in the middle, where it's like half lady, half creepy bird, is also not not enjoyable at all. And that I don't remember what that was because I was like reading the description of this this painting to see what was going on. Cause this is the kind of art I like where it's like, there's a lot going on and you could miss something. And I think it's all trying to tell us that the world is coming to an end at some point. That's what I'm guessing. This the is. Phoenix, uh, I saw on that, that thing is like rebirth. There's a snake right there eating itself, which means stuff is cyclical. It's, it goes around. Um, but then in the left-hand corner of this painting is yeah. just a, a full grown naked man sitting on a cloud uh, hanging dong. Yeah, hanging brain for the ladies. <laughs> and then vomiting <laughs> into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my move, <laughs> quite frankly. That and the is best how part I is there's a bunch of fish right around it like, oh, is that food? Is that food? Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. But I, that's what Johnny was laughing at. But I, yeah. I, I took like four other pictures. I, you know why? I, again, I tried to take my own advice and be in the moment. You know why I laugh so hard is because this guy's face and his hair and his beard he looks like what uh, any, you know, middle-aged alcoholic dad, I think, look like. He's probably 20 years younger than he actually looks like yeah. in this. You know what I mean? It's just, a, it's just a Tuesday night for him. He had a few too many, and he's just, a th you know, boom, projectile, you know? He looks like a Willem Dafoe in the movie The Lighthouse or just a, <laughs> an elder Zach yeah. Galifianakis. Or, or Ryan's dad at some point, perhaps. <laughs> My, my, see, they, the reason I wouldn't say it's my dad, my dad was never a beard guy. He was only mustache for like 40 okay. years. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, like, like, like my dad's uh, mustache was, uh, it, it, it it went through a journey uh, several times of being both very stylish and ultra creepy, and he yeah. held strong. He was just like, hold, <laughs> hold, not creepy again. <laughs> My dad also rocked a mustache for a really long time. Yeah. So was your dad also known for sitting naked on a cloud? Uh, luckily, um, I like my my dad was a sloppy drunk. Uh huh. I never had to see his his penis. Oh, okay. A at least not as a uh, as an adult, like or or, or where I was con because like I, I know like I at the risk of this sounding creepy, I I mean this very innocently. I know like raising kids a lot of times like. Well, I got to take a shower sometime and the kid won't fucking leave the bathroom. Yeah. So like th there's a certain time where it's just like, fuck it. I got a shower. 
Or like the only way I can clean this kid is if the kid jumps in the shower with me so we can get this fucking done. I know being a parent. So I don't want to sound creepy, but like there was never a time where I had to be like, ugh. <laughs> why, why? You, you didn't know it was like you shouldn't see that. Exactly. No. So, okay. So the, uh, I was going to say the gopher, not the gopher. What the hell? Animal? It was a possum. All the time we spent together and you didn't remember it was a what, Brian? It was a possum. You didn't remember it was a possum. I did not. His, na- his name was Reginald, and I'm I loved sorry. him. I thought Ryan lived on the Caddyshack golf course. I apologize. I thought it was a golf course. I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Fu- fu- funny you should mention that. Apparently, hey, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, uh, when I was but a, a wee baby, uh, that song made me dance all the time. I would, like, imitate the uh, the gopher. That was a story. That was That was a nice story. That oh, my uh, my parents used to tell me it would apparently make me I would get up and start a dance story. Yeah, yeah. If we hit fifty patrons, <laughs> I will dance like the gopher from Caddyshack and then kill myself. Well, poke your piggin. Yeah, hell yes. I, I, will, I will hang brain and vomit in the ocean while Caddyshack <laughs> dancing. Brent and I will construct a cloud for Ryan to sit on while hanging brain. He'll puke in the local river. We're gonna really go all out for the 50th patron. Yeah, Turkey Run. You'll par- you puke in the river at Turkey Run. <laughs> Someone will we'll- dump me out of my canoe, and that's how I'll die. <laughs> and then we'll do a turkey trot as well. Uh, guys, have you are you art guys? Because I I don't I, I honestly I don't make it out to an art museum very often. If you can tell, I I, I will tell you I'm a very specific art guy. Yeah. I love uh, I don't know if this counts per se. But I love when people do original video game art. Mm-hmm. So, so so someone will do like, uh, you know, video game characters, but they're the Avengers. You know, like, yeah. like I, I, I love Crossover. that kind of stuff when people do like, but like they, they created it um, yeah. in, in the other room here. So this room right now is still pretty boring. I need to put some stuff up here. But if you go into the retro room across the hall, because I'm the Hollywood elite and I have two game rooms, right? Um, my uh, my lovely sister in law Denise. What up, Denise? What up, Denise? What up, dude? Um, she has made me over the years, uh, and I need to actually get some more uh, some string art of video game characters. So, for people who don't know what string art is, um, you, you get a template and you uh, and you put nails like in a board, like in a, like a piece of wood. And okay, then you take yeah, then Googling. you take the colored yeah. strings and you kind of wrap them around the the nails Oof. and you do enough of the string and then it looks like the characters. It sounds or, 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 or whatever it is. It is very complicated. But she does awesome work. It's like a light uh, right. Kinda, but with like yeah. so like she'll hammer them in and do it. So I so I have like a Mario, a Luigi, a Bowser. I think I have a, a Peach in there. I got a Goomba. I got yeah. a I got a Yoshi. Like I want to get more. They're, they're very cool. So I love stuff like that. That you can't just like go buy a print of. Mm-hmm. Someone had to make that. I would rather commission something or go to someone's like Etsy store or whatever and like, oh, this is a cool thing they made. I like that kind of art. But am, am I gonna have a good time at the Louvre? Eh. The fuck is the Louvre? That's where Mona Lisa is, you uncultured cunt. <laughs> you you know Johnny would pronounce it the Louvre, Louvre. The Louvre. Yeah. That's right. What what is the what's the love, Ryan? What the you oh, love, God, you're gonna you're gonna get my love here in a second. Jeez, the Louvre. You know, cousin know. Eddie would be like, Clark, we're <clears> gonna <throat> go over the Lerve. The Lerve, huh? Oh, Lerve. And then he would film, <laughs> then he would film a video from his bunker. 
Why, why, why is Cousin Eddie doing a fucking uh, Medea impression? <laughs> because it's a crossover we didn't know we needed. Oh, or deserved. I'll oh, buy that nerve. art. I'll definitely buy that art. How about you, Brent? Are you an art person? Well, I mean, I'm literally sitting to a bunch of next to a bunch of shit. Son of a bitch. That I bought. But like, as far as an art museum, we've been to the one here in Indianapolis. Mm. Um, and like, uh, I it's something mm. I would like to do more, but it's like... I don't know. I was at this museum by myself, which is fine. I don't mind doing that stuff, but that like the, to me, that's not a by yourself thing. But the guy gave me a pass to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mm-hmm. like it. It was it's clearly like the like there was like a huge European wing, and then downstairs they split into like Asian and uh, like uh, Indian and uh, like African art, and that was all interesting. But I, it was a thing that I noticed. Of like there were so many paintings up on the European side versus like pottery and and like chairs and stuff downstairs with the other countries. And I asked the guy, I was like, is that just because like some of that stuff wouldn't have survived like a painting? And he was like, yeah, but it was just real. I was like, well, there's a clear difference in the kind of art that they display at these things. Mm-hmm. And also I at, at mm-hmm. certain, a certain point, I'm like. How much is this is just straight stolen from that culture? You know, yeah, like, no shit. Probably most of it. Yeah, <laughs> are a good chunk. I mean, I mean, fucking didn't Hobby Lobby have like a bunch of like Iraqi art or whatever they stole a few years ago? I was like, well, a big... if they knew it was Iraqi art, you know, they wouldn't carry it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, no, that they'll carry it as long as those Iraqis weren't gay. They can, yeah, and sell it and make. Speaking money of stolen it. art, you know, a movie I really enjoyed that got like panned. Uh, I can't um, think of the name of it. Look who's talking, Mr. Bean. <laughs> Didn't they steal Whistler's mother and Mr. Bean? Yeah, yeah. Look who's talking with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> Wait, look which one? Look who's talking to T.O. No, 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 the original one. Fuck the sequel, oh. man. They ruined. Roseanne got involved. It was. Oh no, no, no! The movie with uh, John Goodman and Bill Murray. Uh, where they they were um monuments oh men monuments men fucking love that movie and people were like it's boring I'm like yeah but it's pretty dope that this team went in and did this George Clooney's in it too they I went in and stole that. I did rent that they I went I in never... and stole back the art that Hitler and the Nazis stole which is pretty amazing so so Johnny I'm just gonna let you know so I've uh, recently started I'm a big fan of like ranking lists. So I've been I've uh, starting a few months ago based on Brent's suggestion of this website letterboxd.com. Mm-hmm. I am now ranking. I'm like watching movies. I'm basically starting fresh like I've never seen a movie before and kind of ranking them on this list. I will not watch that movie because that <laughs> sounds really fucking boring, Johnny. Oh, you son of a bitch. I thought you were about to give me a compliment. You Nope. Fuck Johnny. Ryan bitch. Nemo and going to the top, baby. God, I hate you and your face so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Nemo records. I don't take no prisoners. Cream pie. Honey, uh, do. You're hitting people with the cripple threat version of O'Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to slip on a goddamn banana peel and fall off a cliff. Well, you know Aww. it's going to be a piece of honeydew. Whoa! Yeah, man, I'm going to sleep on my own honeydew. Once we get 50 patrons, <laughs> I will slip on some honeydew and fall down a mountain cliff. Into the river. I, I love how we reach 50 patrons. The only one doing any work is Ryan. Yeah. I keep fucking promising everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, speaking, speaking of patrons. Yeah, let's name them. Let's name these fuckers. We love them all. We're talking them. about... Old Paul Reigns, Andrew, Rusty, Jeff from Philly, Casey Venema, 
Rhonda, yeah. Sean Murphy, Mike Hawk, Nicole, Josh Hughes, Zach Belstra, Prafro, T.C. Libby, Joey Egan, Todd Curtis, Bronwyn, Devin Shia, the lady, and Jacob Schwartz, Matthew Malin, Jason Nicholson, Tom Springsteen, the boss, Dexter LaPierre, Robin Richards, and Bert Crisafi, J.R. We appreciate every single one of you cafeteriaites. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash cafeteria pod. You can join for as little as $5. You get a bonus episode every week. Uh, we occasionally do some stuff. Johnny will do uh, meet and greets without us. Yep. Behind our backs. Do it. Yeah, in behind my garage back. now. In my garage. Yep. <clears throat> so, and you can, you can tell if you want us to talk about something, you can send us a message on there. We'll talk about it because you right. are putting money in our mouths. Yes. We and work for you. Yeah. And everyone else that's listening is a freeloading cuck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I also just want to say, I think we kind of glanced over it. Yes, we had cafeteria con, and it was a hub of a loop. It was a rousing success, the best <laughs> one we've had yet. It was a spectacular of epic proportions. I just want to say, hundred episodes, we fucking did it. Like, ma, ma, the, the fact, like, and, and I say that it's going to sound like a bit, and I don't mean it to be. The fact that we didn't get bored doing this, because that's yeah. kind of how podcasts work a lot of times. Like, if it doesn't, because like we're doing fine. But we're not putting up Rogan numbers or no. anything. Why? Like we're just having no. a good time. This is one of my favorite favorite parts of the week. Every week It's just getting to fuck around with with Brent, and then Johnny's here too. We're not yeah. even putting up Rogan <laughs> opener numbers. We're just you know we're just yeah. having a good time talking that shit. But the, the, the you know we started this well uh, what we're episode one hundred two, which means basically subtract two years. We started this like in when the pandemic was everyone was like ah, we don't know what to fucking do, and like so we started this just as a reason to bullshit and laugh because mm-hmm. none of us were doing comedy at the time. Like when we started this show, comedy was not. Some of us still like, aren't Johnny. I, <laughs> no class. Jay Quasto in the house. <laughs> Honey, <That's right>. <laughs> yeah, what, what's on my schedule? My dick. <laughs> no, I just meant in general, when you do comedy, it's still not. Very there, there's, there's yeah. no, there's no humor there. It's weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But for you know a lot of those uh, first off, it's a, no, I have so. existential comedy. All right, you've seen the net, so <laughs> basically you, you got to do because I, I remember this. And I'm sure it still existed. Uh, basically, the joke was um, if comics weren't getting laughs, they were just alternative comics. That's all that <laughs> meant. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh yeah, half my time in LA, I'm like that was huge in LA at the time. And, and like these motherfuckers ain't fun. I'll go to these shows that I couldn't get booked on. I'm like these motherfuckers can't even write a joke. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple alternative comics who I think are very, very funny, but like, it's the equivalent of like improv, where the people who are really good at improv are way better than mm-hmm. everyone else that does improv. Like, like there is such a huge talent gap between Dude. like, oh, everyone does improv and these guys do Im-, You know, this is honestly how the LA comedy scene was. <clears throat> I want to say from like 2012 to like 20, 2010 to like 2016, 17. It didn't matter if you were a good comic or not. If you decided to ingratiate yourself in the LA alt scene, you were going to get seen by more industry and you were going to get more opportunities strictly by those friendships. Like there's so many times where that was a fact where like it didn't matter. And, and a lot of these people never ended up doing shit because they just weren't that good. But that would happen all the fucking time. Well, well because that was a time too, because like, Fucking Zach Galifianakis. That's the second time we're mentioning him. He was doing those uh-huh. kind of shows. Like all the, uh, 
Uh, but what the what was the fucking group that like him? I like and Pat to hang and, out at the and... Holy City Zoo. That's where I hang out. Yeah. Mm. Uh the the comedians of comedy. No, no, there no, there's something else. It was like comedy bang bang or something like that. Oh That's yeah, of course. I can't remember. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there, 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 there was just like certain stuff. And like I said, the people like for every like, you know, Galifianakis and like Pat Oswalt was doing shit in there, there would just be a lot of people trying to do that. And hoof. Mm -hmm. So what we're right. saying is thanks for being here. 100 episodes. A lot of those pandemic projects have long fizzled, but yes. not us. And we're staying no, we, to the second pandemic. We don't we, care. We, 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 we are going to overstay our welcome, quite yeah. frankly. <laughs> We have most certainly fizzled, but we're still going. Fish in this podcast stink after 102 episodes. <laughs> we are the corpse of podcasts. We just keep on stinking. All right, Ryan, tell people about you. you. Oh, my name is Ryan Niemeller. I uh, was born <laughs> in 1980. Uh, What's your social security number? It's uh, there's like, uh, what, like nine of them in there? I don't know. They Crazy. were fucking. They were fucking. Uh, CrippleThreat.com, CrippleThreat8 on all of the things. I've been doing a lot of Twitch streaming in July now that I'm home for the whole month. Uh, locally, I'm doing some stuff. Uh, Stand-up comedy club in Bellflower, July 9th. And then July 10th and 24th, I'm doing small spots for the uh, the month-long comedy and magic club birthday bash. Hey, but July 9th. Are you talking about this Saturday, Ryan? July this 9th? very Saturday, yes. Are you, are you headlining that show? I'm doing like a 20 minute set. I don't think they're headliners. Well, what the hell? I may have to just I may have to just come to that and see what Come the hang going out, on. Johnny. I'll fucking big time you, not talk to you the whole time. It's gonna I be fun. Love it. Where, where, where's where'd you park my car, Quasto? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh and then uh August. I got a little got a little run. I'm very excited about August 10th. I'm at Summit City Comedy Club in Fort Wayne, Indiana, August 11th, Louisville Comedy Club in Louisville, Kentucky, mm -hmm. the, uh, August 12th, I'll be in Washington, Indiana at Ace's uh, Bar and Restaurant, which is fantastic. Uh, the food there is amazing, and they take good mm -hmm. care of me there. Uh, the 13th of August, I will be in my hometown for a free show uh, at the Touch of Dutch Festival in DeMott, Indiana. That's and then Dutch. August 14th, I will be at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Buy them tickets or I will live on the street. Mm. Brentsky. Brentcomedy.com. I will be uh, in Laporte, Indiana, July 29th. Their big outdoor festival, much like the Touch of Dutch. I think this is the Honeydew Fest or whatever. Honeydew! Honeydew! Um, and then uh, August, I will be at the Dayton Funny Bone, uh, the 26th and the 27th. So all that stuff at BrentComedy.com. There you go. I got a bunch of boxing and MMA dates now, a couple comedy dates. So we got uh, UFC Fight Pass, Titan FC, July 29th, live from the Dominican Republic. I'm going to be doing the Sixth City Comedy Festival in Cleveland, Ohio, August 11, 12. Then live on Fight TV, Undisputed Promotions Boxing on August 13th. Got uh, Titan FC again, August 26th, UFC Fight Pass. And then October again, and then November again, then November again, and then a bunch of stuff. As far as comedy, uh, August 20th at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido, California. And, oh, God, there's another one that I think I'm doing somewhere, but I don't remember. You know what? And as <laughs> always. <laughs> Don't tip Ryan's canoe, you 4th of July bastards. If you love us, get hanging brain. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us in the cafeteria. If you had a good time, rate us five stars. Write us a nice review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, I'm going to be honest. We probably won't do better next time. We appreciate you. 